This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Can you hear me okay or am I frozen on there? No, I see you and hear you. Excellent, excellent. I don't know what happened to the lead in there. We'll see if it if it uh, kicked out on us. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode number four of the Good Neighbor Podcast. We are here today with Adam Feldman of Advanced um, Advanced Film Solutions. You guys are in Lutz, right? Yeah, that's correct. We are uh, right at the apex of Lando Lakes Boulevard and Dale Mabry, just north of the Walmart, just south of the Fork. Excellent, excellent. Well, how are you doing this morning? Oh, very well. And yourself? Excellent. I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm not doing too bad. I uh, appreciate you coming on with us. I want to take a little bit of, you know, just a second to tell people about the Good Neighbor Podcast. So, what we are, how we do it, you know, where we're at. So the, the podcast started in Southwest Florida back in 2020 during COVID. And it was designed as a way to bring businesses to the community, let people become aware of, you know, their, their organization, some of the things they do, their philanthropic efforts. And it was really just a way to connect the community. And I'm pretty lucky. The Good Neighbor podcast has uh, spread out across the United States. And I'm the one and only, you know, broadcaster right now for the Good Neighbor podcast in the Tampa market. So that's how we got started. And what we do is really just, like I said, trying to bring your business to the community so people can learn a little bit more about what you do. So, Adam, let me ask you, tell us a little bit about Advanced Film Solutions. What is your specialty? What do you guys do? And um, what do you do in the community? All right. Well, we do uh, window tinting, window film, uh, automotive, residential, commercial, government, uh and uh, as far as out in the community, we also do a lot of work with uh, some of the local charities here, sponsoring schools and uh, a lot of things with uh, Metropolitan Ministries and some clothing drives uh, just to kind of help and give back to the community as well. That's, that's awesome. I actually work with uh, Metropolitan Ministries as a Rotarian in Wesley Chapel. Um, we do a turkey uh, Thanksgiving event every year through Metropolitan Ministries. We do a lot of stuff with them. They cook about, last year I think they did about... 700 meals for people that we we distributed to the community in Wesley Chapel. So yeah, they're a great organization. That's that's great that you guys are affiliated with them. Um, tell the listeners a little bit about your specific journey. Like, how did you get into how did you get into doing tinting? How, is that something you've always had a passion about? Uh, no, it was a summer job when I was 16. My father was the national sales manager of 3M Window Film, like corporate 3M, and the largest window film company in the country at the time was in the Tampa area. And so I knew a guy got me in as a summer job. And uh, really, I, I saw not only the potential of it and how good of a product it is, but I also realized that like more like if this guy can do it, then I could crush it. I just need like one uh halfway decent economy or like maybe even like a hurricane or two to come through and like we would be set and then uh the very next year is the worst economy since the great depression because uh, we opened in 07 so 2008 was perfect, not perfect <laughs> and then if you look at the the historics of it not a single hurricane hit florida or the united states mainland for the next decade so mm. it was like the worst possible timing but we were, you know, we kept it lean. It was just my mother, my father, me, one car tinter, one house tinter. And whereas everybody else was so bloated with overhead that they were used to 1992 on and the boom of building houses down here, they were just hating life. We were just slowly growing and growing and growing to where now we've been able to kind of 
cherry pick the best installers from all those failing businesses, make a dream team. And then when the economy started rebounding, uh, now we're up to 18 installers and, and reps and employees here. And uh, in 2020, we were listed as the national window film company in the uh, country. And there's 6,000 window tinting companies. So wow. we're not doing too bad. Good for you. That That's incredible. So explain to me, just for my understanding, what is it, what's the correlation between hurricanes and the market, like not having hurricane by, because it's no homes that need to be rebuilt. I don't, I don't understand the correlation between the two. Okay. Well, so now we can't officially call it hurricane film anymore but back at the time when we were starting we were able to but they've changed a lot of the codes and things since then but it's still kind of synonymous with storm season especially in this area because that large window film company i was referring to was always sponsoring bay news nine's hurricane updates so everybody even though they think okay a storm's coming i need shutters i need impact glass and then they get the price and they they need smelling salts to recover from right, right, right. exactly. What can I do to hold the glass together? And there's versions of this film that uh, when placed on the inside, it's almost like a, like a catcher's glove. It holds the whole glass frame combination together so that the glass doesn't turn into flying projectiles if it's hit by a flying projectile. Right. Okay, so that makes sense. I understand it more now when you say it like that. And then is it, when looking at your business, um, percentage-wise, roughly, you, you know, you started with one auto, one home. Now, as your business has evolved, you know, thirteen, you know, thirteen or so years later, what percentages are homes and what percentages is auto at this point? I would say ninety percent of what we do is commercial and residential window film, and ten wow. percent being automotive. Even with two car tinters, essentially, it started with the idea that. We wanted to have a brick and mortar. We wanted somebody to actually see that we were a real business that you could go to, not just some mobile window tent guy. We call them kind of schmucks in trucks. But now we're a real company that if we're going to have access to the building, we might as well do cars. And we do a few dealerships around here. We have two automotive tinters that only do automotive. But, I mean, we also have done like – bomb blast film on the Sarasota International Airport, um, like every Winn-Dixie in the Southeast United States. So like it takes a lot of cars to equal an airport. Yeah, no, yeah, I I could see how that would uh, that would make sense. And plus, you know, if you have the number, if you have the volume, so how like a car comes in, you know, a car comes in if on the best day, you could probably do a half dozen cars, probably 10 cars, maybe in a day per install. Or I don't know, what does it take an hour or two hours to do garden variety? But like the jobs that you're doing, these large jobs to do a home, to do a 3,000 square foot home, how long does something like that take? Oh, well, between an installer and a helper, we can get that done in a day. Uh, But in like uh, 2020, we put that safety film on every single of the 257 schools in Hillsborough County. So, I mean... That kind of stuff takes a lot more. And then right behind right. me, actually, I don't uh, for the audio people, they wouldn't see it. But right. uh, we did the work at the Kennedy Space Center. So that's an extra piece, but uh, just of a, just a rocket. And it was too that cool. Was, to just throw. a rocket. Just, just, a, you know, just throw in a little rocket here to tint out and get the film on there. So let me ask you this. I mean, that's doing something like that. That's, are you guys, you're just here in Tampa, right? So like someone locates you here and says, hey, come over to, I guess that's Port Canaveral and, and work on that? 
Well, yeah, but we'll go anywhere where the the work is within reason. I mean, I'm not really no no offense to Grandma's house. We're not going to to Guam to do two windows for Grandma's bathroom. But I have sent somebody as far as Taipei, Taiwan, to put safety film on a freighter ship that was getting attacked by pirates. So wow. we'll go where the work is. Wow, that's real. That's really cool. That's uh, that's got to be some job to fly somebody a couple guys round trip with materials to head out there to Taiwan to invade to save to save off. You know what is it, Captain Phillips from from right? Some, exactly. They have uh, anti piracy film, and I said, well, yes, it's called signal defense, and it's for boardrooms, so you can't listen to the conversations with a laser mic. And they said, well, that's cool, but I meant like ARG pirates. And I was like, oh, that's a totally different conversation. But totally different conversation. You need like Kevlar bulletproof tent or something like that that's going to keep those guys out. Right. And that so, actually exists now. That's actually a fairly recent advancement in window film where it's actually ballistic and not only ballistic, but one way ballistic where somebody, because of that, that sacrificial kind of netting that's on the inside, uh, they, it's actually kind of crazy, but the, from the person outside can't shoot in, but the person inside can shoot out through the film because now it's going through the film first, then the glass. So it's almost like a one-way bulletproofing and that's gained a lot of popularity with the unfortunate sign of our times recently. Yeah. yeah. So like the inside, when it's on the inside, it almost acts like a, almost like a net. Like it's, yeah, I mean, no one on audio can see my, what I'm doing with my hand, but it's almost like the bullet comes in from the outside in shatters the glass but the film kind of catches it but on the other way out you're saying if it goes through the film first it could actually and then the glass it. blows out rather than being held together by the netting and it can go out and protect the whatever facility you're putting this on so i'm assuming you know if you have if you're doing tint on dignitaries or you know jane caster's car or somebody like that and in, in locally like politicians uh, Governor DeSantis, who's now going to run for president, whoever you're doing, somebody like that, their Cadillac Escalade, that's the type of tint that you would use. Uh, they do make a version of it for that. A lot of that is because of the glass has to have like a certain amount of like weight and thickness to it. You need a uh, thicker glass than most automotive have. So that's more of going to be a commercial application or a residential, depending on, I guess, your enemies. But uh, <laughs> normally what they're worried about is uh, from a safety aspect on a house is either somebody accidentally falls through the glass or a forced entry or a storm thing to keep everything together. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff here. We're talking about the intricacies of your line of work. Is there a misconception like someone here is, hey, I, you know, I own I own a, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying it like this, you know, just uh, someone thinking like, hey, you own a tinting shop, you know, what is the thing, the misconception people usually get that's, that, that you, you know, you've described a few things here that you can, you inform people and say, listen, I own it, I do a tint, I have a tinting facility, but this is what it's really about. What's kind of the big misconception? Well, well, first would be that every time I give somebody my business card and it says film, they think I'm in video production. And I always disappoint them when I say it's window tinting. But then after that initial rub, um, less than 10% of the glass in Florida is like factory tinted dual pane glass. So you see window film all the time, but you don't notice it. You look through it instead of at it. So every time you see a really good window tinting job, you think, oh, that's in the glass. And every time you see purple bubbly garbage on a 30-year-old Saturn drive-by, you're like, oh, that's window tinting. But they're yeah. actually all window tinting. It's just the quality you bought in the first place and how good the person is in putting it on right. uh, determines what it actually looks like. But all of our stuff is 
lifetime warranty for residential, uh, 10 to 15 year, depending on the film, warranty for commercial. And with an average return on investment of 18 to 24 months, the film has paid for itself tenfold before it ever starts looking shows of wear. Just in, just in uh, efficiencies, in, like in the home, just in efficiencies from using your AC or, you know, you don't need to have it at 60, you could have it at 71 or whatever. Is that, is that the, the savings that you're talking about? There's actually quite a few savings. The first would be the um, half of your electric bill is typically cooling cost in Florida. So yeah. a lighter one of my films blocks about 50% of the heat. The more extreme, darker ones block up to 84% of the heat. So if I can block 50% of what's correlating to 50% of your bill, then that's a net reduction of about 25% on your electric bill. Uh, but then the second thing is that the film all blocks 99.9% .9 of the ultraviolet rays, UVA and UVB, and that's what is damaging your furniture. So if I can go and extend the life of your furnishings, protect your artwork, uh, give you some visual privacy so that people aren't, creepy neighbors aren't looking into your house, and reduce your electric bill, and extend the life of your HVAC unit, because uh, if that's been calibrated to a building at operating at 100% capacity, but if I can reduce how often the AC kicks on, then it extends the life of the AC as well. Wow, that's great. That is, uh, I mean, that's, uh, I'm assuming you have that on a flyer somewhere <laughs> when right. you go into your commercial jobs. That's, that's a pretty big selling point. I mean, that's, uh, that, that kind of pays for itself. Well, the big thing was like maybe 10, 12 years ago, even uh, window film was almost like a lunatic fringe snake oil salesman business because it was just... I have 60% heat rejection, says who? Says me. But now the film is all from reputable companies such as myself. Uh, uh, NFRC, the Fenestration and Rating Council, uh, has independently tested the materials right. to prove that the stats are real so that you're, it has the same sticker on the box as if you bought a new piece of glass where it lists the stats. And that gets you out of the uh, Emperor's New Clothing window film and into what it's really going to do. Right. I mean, that's it adds that that validity to the industry as a whole. I'm assuming it makes your job a lot easier because now you're not just the guy opening up, like you said, like a snake oil salesman opening up a briefcase and saying, here, here's what it does. The benefits and, and value. You have a third, uh, you know, independent third party validating that for you. It makes it a lot easier. Right. And I mean, it. and we do what we can on the Internet to try to show our legitimacy, but in the sense of. This industry, at least in Florida, there's no contractor's license required for window film. Right. You don't have to have permits pulled. It's not a it's a retrofit to existing. So really, you need a credit card and a squeegee and you could be my competition. But right. we have uh, we're a plus in the Better Business Bureau. We have nearly 300 reviews with like average ratings, like four point nine stars. And we do whatever we can to show that we're part of uh, BOMA. But just to show that we're like a real legit company. Right. Well, you know, so listening to your story and hearing about, obviously you have a passion for what you do in your industry. And it seems like it's almost was like meant to be based on your dad's background. What do you personally like to do for fun? You get out of the shop and you're off doing stuff. What are, what are, you know, what are Adam's hobbies and things that he likes to do to let off steam when he's not, you know, dealing with these jobs? Well, I've been, I've been doing a fair amount of the beach recently because the weather has finally started agreeing. You can probably tell from my light sunburn from this past weekend. Um, <laughs> you got to uh, be careful. 
I've been doing a good amount of charity and stuff and reading the books. And I'm also a, a member of the Freemasons. So they keep me fairly busy in the evening if you'll let them. Uh, and uh, actually have uh, been seeing uh, my girlfriend since October, but it was a long distance relationship until last Wednesday when she just moved in. So oh, congratulations. Uh, that does How a fair amount of occupying my time as well. So not did the long distance thing for nine months. Yeah, I actually flew to um, to say, uh, was it San Jose to watch the Lightning play the Sharks because I have a friend that has season tickets to the Sharks. And on the plane back, I just happened to be sitting next to her on the plane, and uh, she was a captive audience for the three-hour flight. And I was able to uh, convince her that uh, I was worth continuing the conversation with. Wow, that's outstanding. So, she, so she lived out in she was living out in California, and you just got her to move to Tampa. Uh, she randomly visited San Jose. When I randomly visited San Jose, we had the same connecting flight in uh, to Denver, and then she flew off to her home in Manhattan, and I flew back down to Tampa. Honestly, man, it's a thing like that where, like, that serendipitous connection that that's that's incredible. I I'm currently doing the same thing. I'm I'm currently doing a long distance thing and and having to you know go back and forth and fly. Like, I'm when we're done here, I'm probably going to jump on. I'm not probably. I'm jumping on a plane back to Tampa. So I get it. it, it it's a stressful. It's a stressful thing. So good for you. That's got to be a big relief um, to be you know to be able to work you know to now not have that whole added thing going on in the back and forth. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, it's like they say that the, the truly great relationships have an excellent origin story. And we have a heck of a story in a world where everybody's looking and swiping faces on apps that we actually yeah, yeah. have in real life. That is that's outstanding. That's really cool. So I guess that kind of leads me into, you know, my next question would be like. In your life, has there been a hardship that you've had to overcome other than the long distance relationship and having to fly back and forth to Manhattan, probably just going into LaGuardia or JFK? That's a hardship enough. But have you had any other any other hardship that you've you've been able to overcome and, and kind of come out the other side of it and um, give our listeners, hey, listen, this is how I persevered. What would that be? Well, imagine if your business is 90 percent a thing like commercial or residential and then in, let's say, March of 2020, uh, suddenly nobody wants you in their house or business anymore. Right. Uh, it totally required a revamping of what we were doing. Uh, fortunately, I had one, it's just, just also as to what your point, serendipitous timing, that we happened to have submitted a bid three months prior to do every single school in Hillsborough County. And we won that bid and signed the paperwork about 10 days before the pandemic made its way to Florida. So we were going to have to do 257 schools. They gave us 180 days to do them in, and we were going to get fined $450 per day per school that we weren't done. And of course I said, yes, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but if I don't say yes, somebody's going to say yes. Right. And then within 10 days, there's no kids in the schools and we can keep our social distancing because I can send six installers out to a 400,000 square foot facility to just, and we have the free out. run. And when nobody else had work, we were able to keep our guys employed. Wow. You know what? Listen, I, I'll tell you something. Just <laughs> watching these, like, for example, I'll give you, like, that, that is a truly like, serendipitous. Like watching recently the movie that came out air about Michael Jordan, it's a dramatization of his story of how it gets started. But it's all those things that kind of come together to make that story work or some, a movie like The Founder. Um, where, you know, Ray Kroc kind of swindled McDonald's away from the McDonald's brothers. But it's all these things that happen in, in conjunction with one another. 
you would have probably never been able to finish that job with your normal workload and having to do all that stuff, just getting in that number of schools. And it was almost like COVID cleared the deck for you to be able to do that job. And now your reputation, I'm, you know, I would assume, besides the 4.9 ratings on Google, the reputation within the, the, the local community as far as the government's concerned, uh, it's got to be impeccable. What is the saying? You'd ra I'd rather be lucky than good. 100%. I totally agree. So the really the last, the, you know, the, the last question I have for you is, what would be the one thing that the listeners could take from this conversation that you would really want them to know, you know, about advanced film solutions and, and your business? Well, I mean, aside from just the, you know, family business, family value, kind of, we really care about our customers and doing a good job. Uh, we carry every major brand of film. Most people who are interested in window tinting call somebody and they say, what's the best window tinting brand? And it's conveniently the only brand that that person carries. Uh, we carry everything. And because of that, we can be a lot more objective. And we're not really trying to sell you window tin as much as we are trying to uh, find out why we're in the home or business in the first place. What is the core issues and the, the pain points and how do we fix your problem? And and to just know that window tinting is incredibly prevalent throughout the country, but especially in Florida yeah. because of the heat. Uh, and most of, if they are looking, like when you're looking for a new car and you find that that car is suddenly on the road, you never noticed it until you were looking for it. If you spend the next hour of a drive as you're driving, looking to your left and right to the side, you will see window tinting everywhere. And it yep. doesn't look like purpley garbage. It uh, It's reducing the electricity. It's making it more comfortable in there. Uh, it's uh, part of like a green building. It adds up to eight lead points. It reduces your carbon footprint. It really is like almost a magical project. Only we can quantify the magic with independent testing. That's great. Yeah, definitely in Florida, it is a big thing. I mean, especially some of the houses that you see built on the water, with windows like crazy and you know that really it really makes a drastic difference for sure we just did one on the water where uh, they needed to put turtle glass in because if the glass is not dark enough or you don't have blackout shades then at night the turtles see the light and when they're laying their eggs they don't go back to the water they get lost in the sand and then they die and so you need a certain amount for code of turtle glass so if you replace your glass it's maybe twenty thousand dollars and in that same scenario it's less than two thousand to put the tint on and accomplishes the same thing with a lifetime warranty wow that's fantastic so i'm even playing the same sport right right, right right yeah i mean that well that's right that's the value proposition when you could quantify that value like that it, it makes all the difference in the world to people i mean it's it's uh it's definitely a value add especially in florida I guess the big million dollar question, hopefully it's a million dollar question for you is, you know, how can listeners learn more about advanced film solutions? How can they get in touch with you? What's the best way to contact you? Well, you could definitely see some of these pictures, including what I was talking about with the Kennedy Space Center and the freighter ship with the pirate protection on our Instagram, which is uh, at Advanced Film Solutions. You can see us on Facebook and a lot of the videos and things we do on the cars and, and commercial projects we do at Facebook.com slash Window Tinting Tampa. And then, of course, visit us on our website, AdvancedFilmSolutions.com. Awesome. Adam, thank you so much for being with us on episode four. Uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of Adam, his contact information will be in the post to this. Thank you so much for being on with us. All right. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Are right, you as well.
Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.